could Denver Broncos quarterback Patrick Sertan become the next champ? Bailey, what do we mean by that as we look and project how the Broncos' defensive backroom may project in terms of interceptions, passer rating allowed, and also passes defense here in 2022? We share who we think will lead the team in each category on today's brand new episode, Locked on Broncos. You are locked on Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's up, Broncos country? Welcome back into a Thursday episode of Locked On Broncos, your daily Denver Broncos podcast here on the Locked On NFL Network, your team every day from the South Stands to the end zone. I'm your host, as always, Cody Rourke, Senior Broncos Analyst at Mile High Sports, joined alongside by my co-host, Sarah Benninger. He's the site expert, predominantlyorange.com. And both of us, we cover the Broncos for the Lockdown Network and Nine News. And we just want to say thank you to everybody in Broncos country for making Lockdown Broncos your first listen of the day, every single day for your daily objective, Denver Broncos news, content, and coverage, free and available everywhere you get your podcast and audio format. Or if you're watching us on YouTube, we appreciate you so much because for the true fan, there is never an off-season we got you covered every single day. Sarah, it's been really fun this week going through and projecting who we think will lead the team in receptions, receiving touchdowns, rushes, rushes, attempts. Now we're going to switch it over to the defensive side ball, which is really fun. And what better way to start things off than by looking at the Broncos secondary and today analyzing who will lead the team in interceptions, who will lead the team in passes defense, and who will lead the team in passer rating allowed, like the lowest one there. And we didn't have any unanimous selections amongst ourselves, which I think is going to make for an even greater show, my friend. Can't wait to break it all down with you. I can't wait either. You know, it's kind of reminding me of the wide receiver episode where we really get to talk about a lot of different guys who do a lot of different things well. This Denver Broncos defensive backfield is pretty pretty loaded. I mean, there was some talk after OTAs. I know Mike Kliss, he dropped uh, observations from camp, from OTAs and all that different stuff. And he mentioned maybe maybe a veteran addition for the defensive backfield or maybe Michael Ojemudia changed that thinking around. But regardless, I think even if there's an addition or two to come, I think this unit is pretty stacked from top to bottom at both corner and safety. And then you factor in, obviously, the rotation that could be at the nickel. We got some options here for these categories. I I think that Broncos country, we should be very excited about this unit going into the 2022 season. Well, one thing we're going to do here in just about a couple weeks time here on the show, we're going to go through training camp position previews, looking at every position and looking at which players are battling for what spots. If there are no unanimous locks for starters or key rotational depth pieces, we're going to break all that down here on the show. But Sarah, let's start things off. Which Denver Broncos defensive back will lead the team in interceptions this season? Now, I think when we go back and we look at the last couple of years, it's been Justin Simmons. In the last two years, he's had 10 total interceptions combined. Last year, we saw the rookie. Patrick Sertan come in with four interceptions in his rookie season. He was a guy that stood out like a sore thumb. But when you look at these two guys on this defense, you look at an an elite talent at corner, you look at an elite talent at safety, and you have a pretty dang good loaded group like you mentioned below. Who do you think will lead the team in interceptions here this season? Well, I I think that when I was thinking about this question, I'm thinking to myself, man, like somebody's got to have, they got to have like six or seven at least to lead the team in this category because we know Justin Simmons probably going to be a lock for at least five. So if you want to lead the team in interceptions, you got to beat at least five. So we'll set the over under there. And I'm going to go with Pat Sertan the second. I know that may seem just kind of like a a chalk answer uh, because he's maybe Maybe the best defensive player on the team, maybe next to Simmons. We'll we'll kind of talk about that as the weeks progress here. But I think Pastor Tan is going to lead this Denver Broncos team in interceptions. We saw him pick off. 
four passes last year. He obviously took one to the house against Justin Herbert. We saw him in the preseason do the same to whatever backup quarterback was playing for the Minnesota Vikings at the time. It might have been the Washington quarterback. I can't remember the guys. I think it was... Yep, I think it was either Jake Browning or Sean Mannion, one or the other. Yeah, one of those two guys. And Pat Sertan showed us exactly what he's going to be doing for his entire <laughs> NFL career. And I think that that was at that point where, like you mentioned in the show open, you know, we talk about Champ Bailey and these comparisons to Champ Bailey and how it's it's so tough to compare a guy that's played one season in the NFL to a Hall of Fame cornerback and one of the best to ever do it. But doesn't it just feel uh, you just feel it in your bones? You watch Pat Sertan play the game and you hear him speak and you you see how he approaches the game and just that quiet demeanor. But at the same time, you know, the capacity to be extremely physical and a ball hawk out there defensively. He is so reminiscent of Champ Bailey. It's it's kind of crazy. It's just really it's really nuts to see. So I have him leading the team in interceptions. I just feel like entering year two, you know, what what does Pat Sertan have to go out there and prove this season? I don't think he necessarily has to do a lot to prove anything to anybody. He just has to remain consistent. But the crazy thing is entering year two, I think he's only going to get better and better. And that, to me, is going to equate to more interceptions. So hopefully teams make the mistake of throwing the ball his direction a bunch this season and I know we've seen other guys on this roster that teams have consistently made the mistake of throwing their direction and I think that's that's why you know you and I have two different players for this category well and I think too I want to touch on the comparisons to Champ Bailey like for example you know we as media members can say like you know hey this guy reminds us a lot of Champ but when Champ Bailey himself is saying I see a lot of myself in this guy I mean Champ means it Champ is one of the most to the point dudes, like humble dudes in the world. And the fact that he said there was such high praise that he has for Sertan, I think it kind of speaks volumes as to maybe why it's a fair assessment to say, could he be the next champ Bailey? That's the hope. He's still got a long ways to go, but I tell you what, the intangibles, the technique is there to be able to do that. But I'm going to go with Justin Simmons here. And I think that Sarah, for me, it's, it's really simple. When you look at the last several seasons for him, since he's been a leader and a captain on the Broncos defense, his high football IQ has been something that stands out. Like he constantly knows where to be and he watches, so much film he understands based on formations he he understands how to position himself directly and I think for him where he's at in this position as the leader of the defense he has pretty much that middle of the field locked down he's got the the crossing patterns when they're playing robber coverage and he's dropping down he's got that locked down he can play man-to-man coverage inside the slot he can come up and play against the run he is the smartest guy on the football field which makes it easy for him to know where to be and where the ball just finds him and he makes plays on it that's why i'm gonna go with justin simmons he's been the takeaway leader in terms of interceptions on the team the last two years i see the trend continue here I'll see if i go with the triple crown here as well but i also see a situation as well well, like with Patrick Sertan, I see a lot of opposing NFL offenses maybe trying to avoid trying to go mm-hmm. his way as much as they did as a rookie because of what he's put on the tape. And now he's become one of the more respected young cornerbacks in the game. But I'm going to roll with Justin Simmons at Broncos country. We want to know who you believe out of the Broncos defensive backfield will lead the team in interceptions in 2022. Is it PS2? Is it Ronald Darby? Is it Justin Simmons? Is it Kareem Jackson? Is it somebody else here in the secondary? Make sure you let us know on the YouTube comment section down below. But coming up here in just a moment, we're going to talk about which defensive back we believe will lead the team in passes defense. Yes, the amount of times we're going to hear in, come, 
complete. That is one thing we're going to be taking a look at as well here. We get to that coming up here in just a moment. But before we do that, Broncos country, let me tell you about the sponsor of today's episode of the show. That's a good friends over there, rockauto.com. And if you need anything for your vehicle, rockauto.com has everything that you could be looking for, whether it's a new brake part for your vehicle, whether it's a tail lamp, whether it's motor oil, or whether you need brand new carpet in your vehicle, rockauto.com has you covered with their easy to use website where you can go on and you can browse for the parts for your vehicle based on year, make, model, the brand, specification, and even the prices that you prefer because at rockauto.com, prices are always reliably low, whether you're a professional or a do-it-yourselfer. So go to rockauto.com here today to see all the parts available for your car or truck, right? Lockdown Broncos in there. How did you hear about us, box? So that they know that we sent you amazing selection, reliably low prices, all the parts your car will ever need, rockauto.com. As we jump into the second half action on today's episode, Lockdown Broncos, once again, Broncos country, thank you so much for making Lockdown Broncos your first listen of the day. In the meantime, after this podcast, make sure you go check out the ultimate mock draft as the NBA draft approaches all of our local experts on the Lockdown podcast. Now we're covering the NBA, including our good friends over there, Lockdown Nuggets. Have you covered? Who are they taking in the ultimate mock draft? Be sure to check that out. Free and available everywhere you get your podcast. Sarah, let's continue on with this conversation here today. One of my favorite metrics in football is passes defensed. And the reason I like to think of that is because it shows how often a guy gets targeted. And then when you look at that, you want to compare how often he gets targeted in terms of passes defensed, where he makes a play on the ball. This is deflecting it, tipping it, or even even intercepting it as well. And you want to see the conversion percentage there. Like, do teams have more success targeting him, or does he have more success when teams target him as well? It's kind of that flip argument there. So in your opinion, like looking at this Broncos secondary, how it is, if they're going to play a lot of dime this year, I expect there to be a lot of teams that will try to pass the ball against them a little bit and also have that balance in the run game. But which defensive back, whether it be corner, whether it be safety, in your opinion, do you believe will have the most passes defensed on the team here in 2022? Well, I'm picking Ronald Darby for this distinction, Cody, because that's something that really has been his bread and butter since he came into the NFL. I know over the last two seasons, he doesn't have a single interception, which which kind of sucks, but it's also crazy because he gets his hands on the ball more than almost anybody in the league, at least since he came into it back in 2015. He has been one of the top ball hawks in the game. 87 passes broken up since he came into the NFL, which is kind of crazy. And, and his yeah. final season, is his lone season, I guess, with Washington, he had 16 passes defense, 16 pass breakups. I think definitely, like you mentioned in segment one, and, and we referred to this before, if teams avoid throwing the ball Pat Sertan's direction. I think that could mean that Ronald Darby's going to get a lot of action on his side of the field. And what does he do? What has he shown throughout his entire career? He's shown that he is dang good at making sure that ball hits the ground and that we will hear a lot of the incomplete chance from the fans because back to his time in Washington, 54.1% completion percentage this past season in Denver. I know a lot of people have been like, where was Ronald Darby last season? Well, he was allowing 54.3% of passes in his direction to be completed. So I think that the, there's definitely a lot of misconceptions out there about Ronald Darby because, yeah, he didn't have an interception last year, didn't have one the year before that. But, man, this guy gets his hands on the ball, and he makes sure that the ball hits the ground. He may not be taking it the other way, which I hope we see him do a lot of this year, but certainly in terms of getting the ball to the ground and forcing incompletions and actually causing the incompletion by batting the ball away 
away. He's one of the best in the league. And I think that sounds maybe to a lot of people like hyperbole or like we're pumping the guy up. But man, he's making 10, 11 million dollars a year for for good reason. He doesn't allow a lot of passes to be completed in his direction. So I'm going to say Ronald Darby, he's going to lead the team in pass breakups in 2022. I like that. I think you make a lot of very valid points, too, about Darby. And I think a lot of people always get confused about completion percentage. Like, well, oh, 54%, that's over half the passes that are attempted. That's pretty good success rate in the NFL when you factor in that the offense beforehand knows exactly where they're going. The receivers know what route they're running. They know how to attack certain coverages. Ronald Darby is very sticky in coverage. So I, I do like that pick. I think that if our hypothesis and our theory is that Patrick Sertan won't get targeted as much, it opens things up for Ronald Darby. But I also think that with the NFL, how it is today, Sarah. I think that the, whoever's playing inside the slot, they'll probably see a lot of targets this upcoming season. And I'm going to go with Kwan Williams as the Bronco, who I believe will have the most passes defense here in 2022. And the reason is, I think when you look back at last year and that position he played in San Francisco, I mean, we talked with Eric Crocker, who, who's one of the hosts over there at the Locked On 49ers podcast. He said, hey, anywhere between 12 to 15 yards, he is very good in terms of coverage. But when it comes to having to cover those slot fades, those vertical routes, that's where he saw a little bit of a drop-off in productivity. So last year, he was targeted 49 total times in coverage in 2021. He allowed 77.6 completion percentage against him. However, I think when people hear that, they're like, oh my gosh, he gave up a lot of catches. You also have to factor in with the NFL today. You see a lot of pick routes. You see a lot of them attacking zone coverage. And it also counts as a completion in coverage against. Like, for example, if he's playing inside that nickel and let's say they're running cover three. He's responsible for the flat. So if somebody throws a pass to the running back out on a flat on a swing route and and the guy catches it, that counts technically as a completion in coverage. So a lot of those completions against K1 Williams last year were really in the, in the threshold of about, you know, line of scrimmage to about maybe five to six yards. That's fine. I mean, right there, you'll take that all day long in comparison to consistently giving up deep ball after deep ball after deep ball. So I think that because he plays inside the slot, he'll be responsible for having to cover a lot of those pick routes, those underneath concepts, and a lot of those crossing patterns. And when the Broncos play zone, it does count against you in coverage. So I think it does skew it a little bit. I think that he'll see an increase in volume. Now, last year for the 49ers, he had four passes defense. He had one interception, and that came in a very, very, very big playoff game against the Dallas Cowboys where they went on the road and played bully ball there. And I, I think for K1, the reports that we've gotten out of mandatory minicap and OTAs, he's looked very sticky in coverage. Uh, we'll see if it can hold on there. And I'm rooting for him. It's going to be different because he's going to be wearing the number 21, which Ronald Darby wore last year. Darby is now switched to number 23. So Broncos country, we're going to have you covered at training camp when we're there up close and personal watching practice, giving you the daily recap and the report here on the Lockdown Broncos podcast. But Broncos country, let us know who you believe and who you think will lead the team in passes defensed in 2022. Let us know in the YouTube comment section. You can tweet us on Twitter at Cody Rourke NFL, at Sarah Bettinger, at Lockdown Broncos. But Broncos country coming up here in just a moment. We're getting into our main event, one of the most important metrics when you talk talk about defensive back play in the NFL. It's passer rating allowed and which Bronco will allow the lowest passer rating when targeted this upcoming season. We share our thoughts and more coming up here in just a moment. But before we do that, let me tell you about the sponsor of today's episode of the show. It's a good friends over there at Bet Online, And make sure you try the brand new Mud Pie flavor. And they also have it in the Built Puff variant as well. So be sure to check that out. It is a rich whipped cream with chocolate mousse topped with 100% milk chocolate. It is 
is by far my favorite built bar that I have tried that they have sent me. They sent Sarah and I a sampler pack and they were a one. So make sure you go check it out at built.com here today. Or if you like the nine amazing original flavors, you can also get yourself a box of those as well at built.com. Built bars are amazing though, because not only do they taste like a candy bar, they're covered in 100% chocolate. They're also 17 grams of protein, 130 calories, and only four grams of sugar. For those of you who count macros like myself, indulge yourself in a little bit of a delicious treat that has some protein packed to it as well. And you can get 15% off your first order or your next order here at built.com when you enter promo code LOCK15 at checkout. Once again, promo code LOCK15 will get you 15% off your next order at built.com. All right, Broncos country, as we continue on today's special Thursday episode, Lockdown Broncos, we appreciate you so much for taking time out of your day to tune into the Lockdown Broncos podcast. If you are a Colorado sports fan, make sure you go check out after this podcast. Go check out the Lockdown Avalanche podcast. The Avs took on the Tampa Bay Lightning in game four yesterday. Did they right the ship from game three? And did they have a chance to go up 2-1 in the series with a chance to also get another win at home in game five? Check out the Lockdown Avalanche podcast hosted by Chris Maselli and Kyle Sullivan, free and available everywhere you get your podcast. All right, sir, this is the one of the more important metrics, I think, when we talk about validating how good a cornerback or a defensive back is in coverage, it's when, they are, when they're targeted by an opposing offense. If their quarterback rating of a certain quarterback or player is low when targeting that player, it means that more than likely when those matchups happen, they may not go towards that player because of the fact they don't have very good success against them. So uh, in your opinion, which Broncos defensive back this season do you think will allow the lowest passer rating in 2022? And this is when in coverage, they're targeted and they don't have a lot of success. The opposing offense says it's breakaways, it's interceptions, it's takeaways. And when a quarterback struggles against a player, I think it's super important that we amplify how important this metric truly is. I've got to go with Justin Simmons on this one, Cody. I know we've mentioned him a number of times already, but when we talk about passer rating allowed, there's some figures that I think will kind of surprise a lot of people in Broncos country. I think Justin Simmons in 2020, he was credited with allowing a quarterback rating of around 100, 101. But in the years that sandwiched that, just last season, a quarterback rating allowed of 66.1. And in 2019, it was all the way down at 43.6, the quarterback rating that he allowed. So Justin Simmons' history in the NFL and his, you know, really, frankly, what he consistently does is allow a dreadfully low quarterback rating when quarterbacks try to throw the ball in his direction. And I just think, you know, we talk about who could lead in interceptions, who could lead in pass breakups. Ultimately, Justin Simmons could have been the pick for all three of these categories, yeah. couldn't he? I mean, he's the guy that has led the team in interceptions. He's the guy that has led the team in pass breakups and he has done that for a long time so I think this year I, I kind of feel it in my bones can we be getting the best season yet from Justin Simmons that's kind of what I'm banking on that's kind of what I'm thinking it's kind of what I'm hoping for at least you know and I think we're going to see it just because this is going to be a different year for him back in 2016 he was the backup for the no fly zone he was and he's still productive he still found ways to get his hands on the ball create multiple turnovers make an impact but he was a backup on the no fly zone and then since he became a starter the Broncos haven't really had a lot of team success I think as they have team success Justin Simmons is going to be a crucial, crucial part of that. He's going to be a major reason why the Broncos close out games. He's going to be a major piece in not only the passing game, but in the running game. I see him allowing the lowest quarterback rating 
of any of the defensive backs because I think when you throw it at 31, bad things are, are bound to happen. And he's just, I just feel like he's going to be on another level this season, just taking his game that next step. You know, he's got that contract extension now. He's got the, he, he's got everything in the bag. He's the leader of this defense. He's arguably the leader of the entire, you know, without Russell Wilson, he would be the leader of the entire team. So I think that Justin Simmons going to take his game to the next level this year. He could lead the team in all of these categories, but I think for sure, quarterback rating allowed this is his spot in 2022 i like it and I, and I agree with you and i went with a different pick just to be different because i think that you can make an argument between these two guys it's pretty valid that they're probably the leaders in the clubhouse in the eyes of most people in broncos country i'm going with patrick sertan the second if he stays healthy which has never really been an issue for him he has a chance to be the best player on the field. And as you said, alongside Justin Simmons, where you have an elite player at cornerback, you have an elite player at the safety position. Now, if the Broncos linebacker and the defensive line play can return to what we think it can be, I tell you what, the Broncos defense should have more takeaways under a zero Everest defense here in 2022. But outside of that, I want to go back to what Patrick Sertan did in his rookie season. Now, as a rookie, you expect there's going to be a lot of teams that test you. He was targeted 96 times in coverage in 2021. You know how many uh, pass receptions he allowed or were credited as against him out of those 96 times? 49 of them, which is 51% completion percentage against, which is pretty top tier. Like the lowest last season, I think was like 50, if I'm not mistaken, or 49 mm -hmm. by AJ Terrell of the Atlanta Falcons. Patrick Sertan was that second guy. And I tell you what, we could see a massive jump from him. There were also, he had 14 passes defensed against him in 2021, meaning that he either had interceptions on balls or he had passes knocked away, tip finger, you know, in fingertip coverage, deflections, whatever it may be, or he just knocked the football away at the last second. Like that's where Patrick. Patrick Sertan really kind of demonstrated that. And there were so many opportunities last year, Sarah, where he almost had interceptions like breaking. There was one game against the Washington Commanders where he broke perfectly on a little bit of a comeback route with Terry McLaurin there. And he almost had the interception, but he got it. He was out of bounds a little bit. He was frustrated. He didn't get the takeaway, but that defense, that secondary was flying around all in that game there. Now, uh, one thing, too, we talked about the four interceptions he had. It demonstrated it. We talk about the games he had against uh, Jamar Chase, who was a ridiculous player in his first season with the Cincinnati Bengals, held him to one catch on four targets for three total yards. We already know about Tyreek Hill. We talk about his impact against Mike Williams, Keenan Allen of the Los Angeles Chargers, a two interception performance against the Chargers, one of them for a pick six. He's a truly special player, but here's the most important metric, which kind of supports maybe why I picked Patrick Sertan to lead the team in the lowest passer rating uh, and when targeted here. Last year, Sarah, he had a 61.3 quarterback rating when targeted in coverage, which was the best on the entire team last year. Both he and Justin Simmons were very efficient and on par there. But man, I tell you what, there was not a lot of success when you would try to go and, and test number two on the Denver Broncos, which I think that kind of continues my hypothesis saying, I think that if he continues on the trend and where he's at, I really do believe that Patrick Sertan could become the next champ Bailey here in the National Football League. I think the way that we see the position played, Pat Sertan has all those tools and all the traits like the eye discipline, the great footwork, great hips, being able to motor, get in phase, and the ability to play press and get physical with guys. He can take away some options. And I think one area he can improve on this season, I think everyone will agree, coming up and being a more consistent tackler, which when Vic Fangio called him out this past season, I thought from the remainder of the year, he did a pretty good job coming up and coming up and tackling, wrapping up and making sure that he secured for the defense to rally. If he couldn't bring down a guy by himself, that's where I see a lot of growth for Patrick Sertan. 
here in 2022. And Broncos country, let Sarah Bettinger and myself know which Broncos defensive back, in your opinion, will allow the lowest passer rating when targeted in 2022. We appreciate you so much for taking time out of your day to listen to us, to talk all things Denver Broncos football. You get us here every single day, all year long, because for the true fan, there is never an off season. Tomorrow's episode of the show is going to be a fun one as we look at pass rushers, which Broncos edge rusher or defensive player will lead the team in sacks in 2022. Sarah Bettinger and myself, we break all that down on tomorrow's brand new episode, Locked on Broncos.